Hey everyone, welcome back. Episode 21. 21? You guys remember that from Vine? 21's a good number. I think that's the new bit. Um, <clears throat> every time I open up the show now, I'm just going to say whatever number it is, is a good number. I didn't even think till the 21. I didn't even think of that until the third time recording this. Uh, there might be a small, like, little, uh, I don't know, sounds like a little transformer or something. A shout out Shia LaBeouf. Um, I can hear it a little bit. I don't know how, like, loud it's going to be on the, on the feedback. Um, but hopefully it's not too loud. If it is, I'm sorry. I'll try to fix it. I've had to restart this three times because it was, you remember like in middle school, well, maybe not, I don't know how old you are, you remember back in the day, if you're my age, it would have been like middle school, excuse me, it would have been like middle school, uh, middle school era when you had a phone and you'd walk past like some computer speakers and when you would do that, it would like set off that noise. It's like, uh, it's like what 90s kids think of like, uh. Like the old dial-up, you know, the old sounds that shit used to make. It's kind of like that, but in my headphones. And that's what it reminds me of. I remember in middle school, like, you always get in trouble or you always get caught if somebody knew that because they knew you had a phone in your pocket. And that's why I was making all them noises. You know, you got to turn your fucking phone off or you're going to have uh, Bumblebee fucking translating through them uh, computer speakers, you know? It's a weird way to start the episode. Got a lot of weird sounds coming out too, uh, of my throat. That was weird. Sound like the fucking predator. I was at Dunkin' Donuts this morning, you know, fueling up for the pod, um, getting my normal uh, sourdough sandwich uh, with turkey sausage instead of bacon. Don't fuck with no bacon. Turkey sausage is where it's at. And man, I saw they had cones set up all around, like right around the sidewalk where you walk into the restaurant coffee shop awful hot coffee pot uh but anyways they had all these cones set up and they had brand new yellow paint that was like no parking don't park in front of the building in the sidewalk and like every dunkin donuts or starbucks or any one of these shops i've been to in the last five years the parking lot is the size of like a shitty go-kart track um it's small as shit and it can fit like four cars at a time And I saw this guy in a big old fucking truck because I live in fucking Florida and there's a bunch of pretend rednecks down here. Um, He's got this big old fucking truck and he just parks it there. And I was just like, man, like not only do you fit like the big truck meme in my head where it's like a dude that's like my size, which is like 5'8", 5'9", a little overweight, not too, he's not in shape, but he's not like, you know, obese. Uh, somewhere in between, you know, a little pudge, a little pudgy, you know, and, um, you know, not great looking, didn't look like he was super wealthy. Um, but you know, he's got this big ass truck and this, um, you know, era of overcompensating and he just parks next to a bunch of shit that says no parking and a bunch of traffic cones. And this is like right where the drive through comes out. And I was like, man, is that confidence or ignorance? Like, I might need a dash of that in my day-to-day life. Like, I'm too nice. Uh, I'm, like, the type of guy to park at the end of a parking lot at, like, Walmart or something. Because I don't want to have to fucking fight with somebody over a parking spot. And I really just don't want to have to deal with all, like, the social implications of, like, I don't know, waiting on somebody to back out. 
Um, they take forever. Then you got to give them them fake wave because they gave you, quotations, a parking spot. Fuck that, man. I was parked in the corner of this parking lot, chilling, just waiting to go inside. You know, there's cars coming through. And I just see this guy just fuck up the whole thing. So it's probably arrogance mixed with, like, a bit of ignorance. But, man, like, the confidence he had to just look around, like, say something, you know. It was just like, man, like, one, did you, like, call in an order? Like, did you pick up, like, is this a mobile order you're picking up? Because then it's like, damn, bro, like, for real? Like, you're su- you're in such a hurry to go to your fucking job or wherever you're going on a Friday morning. But you had time to put in that mobile order to fucking Dunkin' Donuts. But you're you're too busy to park your fucking truck and walk in. You're just gonna fuck everything up, sit in the middle of everything, just because you're in a you're in a rush. Fuck are you doing buying Dunkin' Donuts, bro? You don't need that donut or coffee or cappuccino. You don't need that sweet treat you're getting, bro. If you're in a hurry, you know, get that big fucking truck out of here, dude. Nobody wants to look at that shit. It wasn't even a cool truck either. It was just big. It was just obnoxious and big. And it wasn't old and it wasn't super new. It was like a, it seemed like a, a truck that would spawn in in like GTA 4. You know, out of place, doesn't really belong. There's an NPC in it, of course. And um, just not very memorable, you know? But uh, yeah, that stuck out to me. I, I, I'm quite the opposite. I tend to like follow the rules and wait my turn in line and use parking spots in a parking lot. You know. Weird stuff. Every time I say shit like that now, parking spots in a parking lot, I just want to say awfully hot coffee pot to fucking make fun of Eminem. I fucking hate Eminem. And after watching the Super Bowl, I remembered fucking how fucking much I hate him. Like, don't get me wrong. I respect him. And this is just a weird side tangent I just thought of. I respect Eminem, but man, do I fucking hate him. And I hate the implications of like a lot of Eminem fucking stands out there. They're fucking trash. Um, but, um, I didn't think I could really start this episode off, uh, any other way, um, besides a Duncan story. And then, um, obviously at this point in history, uh, there's a lot of shit going on in the world. I don't know why I said it like that right now. Um, you know, we got that, we got a war brewing, uh, on Ukraine and Russia over on the, uh, other side of the globe. I don't know if they really do listen or if that website is lying to me, but it does say we have some listeners in Europe uh, and even uh, it's even said in Russia. I have some listeners in Russia. Um, So they might have a different take on this. This is definitely like not that even have a take on it. I'm not going to dive into it um, that much. I just I have some thoughts. Uh, Literally yesterday morning, I got off work. And this sounds bad, but I'm not trying to sound like a hipster. But I heard about these, like, missiles and the bombings probably before most of y'all. Just because I get off at, like, 5 a.m., 6 o'clock in the morning. So when I come home, there's a few YouTubers that post at, like, 4 or 5 in the morning that I catch up on pretty much every day. um, That are, like, random and niche that nobody even watches. Um, I'm talking, like, 30,000 subs compared to, you know... The millions upon millions of channels with millions and millions of subscribers. Millions and millions. Um, but fucking, I was there on YouTube like I normally am. And, you know, it said like two minutes ago, CNN, you know, 
CSNBC, Fox News, whatever. All of them. Everybody was posting about it. And then I woke up like later in the day and I looked at social media and there's just memes upon memes everywhere, right? Now, I'm not going to say that you're not allowed. Uh, damn, I just clipped out right there. Went to make a point and just clipped out the audio. Some a fucking loud motherfucker. Um, I'm not going to say that you're not allowed to make jokes about the war, right? Um, I'm never going to go that route. I always take the the South Park uh, approach to comedy and making jokes. Uh, either everything's okay or nothing's okay. Uh, I remember that episode very specific, like had a huge impact on me when I was like 16 or 17. I think when that episode came out is when South Park um, was on. I was watching it while I was in high school when I still had like cable and it was still on like regular TV Um, because now everything's just streaming. But I'm not going to say you can't make a joke about it. I'm not even going to like argue if it's bad taste or not. I think comedy and humor is like, uh, it's just another form of art. It's subjective to everybody. You know, there's music out there that I think is dog shit, um, and terrible. Um, like ICP, bro. You ever mess with me? He's into ICP. That shit is trash. It's, uh, like whatever, bro. They, they paint their fucking faces. Like, I just think it's dorky. I think it's weird. Um, I think it's fucking bad subjectively. I think it's fucking corny as hell. But, you know, other people live and die by that shit and they paint their faces and they spray each other with fucking dollar, you know, 99 cent fucking root beer and shit. Fago, that's what it's called. You know, that's cool. So, like, I get it. Um, but, uh, and I'm not even trying to commentate on, like, uh, my generation, you know. I'm more or less saying it got me thinking, even myself, the first thing I thought of Maybe not the first thing, but within an hour of finding out there's a war, you know, popping off between Russia and the Ukraine, my brain did this thing where it just reminisced to Lil Dicky uh, in the song Pillow Talk, and it's just, you know, do you fuck with the war? <laughs> like, that's like not funny, but at the same time, my brain was like, ah, we got some copium for that, bro. You remember that song where it's like, do you fuck with the war? I was like, I don't know, you know? Obviously, I don't fuck with the war, but, you know, my brain went straight to how can we make a joke out of that? Or, like, is there something funny? Is there something I can reference with that? Um, and I think that's something in, like, my generation for sure. If you're, like, 20-something um, or maybe even a little younger. I think if you're, like, above 30, though. If you're, like, above 30, I think you're on, like, the, the fence of, like, that's not funny or you're just a total shit poster, but I think if you're somewhat my age, you know, I think when we were like little ass kids, bro, we watched, you know, uh, the twin towers get blown up on TV. You know, we've seen a bunch of wars. We've seen crazy amounts of violence and even fake violence, right? Video games, uh, TV shows, movies, everything's more graphic, more realistic, Everything we consume is a little bit more uh, grounded in reality, you know? And it just got me thinking, like, you know, I remember there was, like, a Turkish ambassador that got shot, like, way back, not way back, but, like, five years ago or something. 
it was the same thing and people had the same argument. It's like there was a bunch of memes about it. And it's like, you know, in a little bit of a sense, it's just people fucking hitting that copium, son. You know, they just want to fucking cope. They just want to, you know, deal with the fact that, you know, Putin's throwing out, you know, I won't, I won't say an empty threat. Um, and also just everything I say, if it has to do with like countries or political shit, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. These are just my opinions and my thoughts that I've had in the past couple of days. Um, if I get something wrong or you know something more than uh, me about Russia, more power to you. I am, I am not a news source. I am a guy talking to a microphone uh, in half of my closet, all right? Uh, so, and I mean like my room. That wasn't a hidden, hidden sexual innuendo. Um, I just haven't finished the desk, so I just have this table and I need to soundproof it. Anyways, I'm getting off topic. My point was that this generation, we just fucking have a knack of coping or I don't know what you want to call it, defense mechanism. I feel like that's more of like people like me uh, that use like humor or, you know, I'm always trying to say some witty shit. Um, I'm down to like shoot the shit with people and like, you know, rag on each other and talk shit, so to speak. You know, we just have a knack for taking a bad situation or like a global tragedy and just immediately being like, how can we even try to make this, not even make it funny. I think it's more of just taking a perspective, like looking a different way at things, which is like what comedy really is. Like when you go see stand-up comedy, it's just someone with a really weird and unique perspective uh, telling you like a little bit of insight into their life. Not that memes are that deep, but... um Yeah, you know, I was, you know, you got Putin, you know, he's talking about, uh, uh, I won't say it's a empty threat for sure. I won't say it's an empty threat. I know they got nukes over there, but, um, it wasn't really a threat either. It's just like this ominous quote of like, if you fuck with me, your country will see like consequences that you've never seen before in real time. Like, you know. That's obviously hinting at, like, game-changing shit. That could go one of two ways in my brain. That's either, like, we're gonna nuke the shit out of you, or two, uh, we will, like, black out your grid. We will hack the shit out of you. Uh, so, yeah, who knows? I hope that shit doesn't happen. I, I made the mistake one time of looking at a... <laughs> I made the mistake one time of looking at a, uh... It was a map that, like, showed, like, what they think people would target from a different like country to attack America with nukes. And I'm pretty fucking close to Cape Canaveral. And, uh, that's like where NASA is, you know, shout out your boy, Elon throwing up rockets that come back fucking boomerang to space and back. Um, maybe not space, but pretty fucking close. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty close to that shit. So I think that's one of the targets. Uh, so that makes me kind of rather upset that I know that now, like, especially with this shit popping off. I'm like, fuck. I'm in the fucking fallout zone, I think, or I'm fucking pretty close. My, it's going to be fucked. It's going to suck is what I'm saying if that shit pops off. And then the other thing I was just laying there, I was thinking like, imagine, imagine being on your phone or your laptop or yeah, any piece of fucking technology, right? And it's just boom, everything's off, shut down, doesn't turn back on, no servers, no connection, no nothing, just, you know, screens that are either, you know, blank, or like, let's say they EMP our asses, 
Everything's just fucking dead. Just dead, bro. Nothing works. No gas, no food, no nothing, no water, no electricity. Ugh. Maybe water. I don't think water. Well, I don't fucking know. I don't know how shit works. Maybe no water. You know, that could be a, that could be a, an option, you know? But yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It fucking sucks, you know? Um, I know I try to be funny and lighten the mood on this show. I'm obviously trying to not make light of the war uh, in the Ukraine. I saw some of the footage and uh, even the newspapers that came into my job in the morning. Front page, just some lady, y'all. You know, face bandaged up. She's bleeding. Got this weird, like, PTSD smile. Like, she's, like, half smiling. Because, like, obviously she's in shock because she just got bombed. Um, and it sucks, bro. And it really makes me... I had another part of me that was when I was laying in bed thinking about all this shit yesterday. It just was, like... When I think about, like, wars, even, like, let's say Desert Storm when I was a kid. That's, like, 2000-something, right? Even when I think about that, or even Iraq, Afghanistan, that shit, like, that's been going on for, I don't we're probably still there. I don't know. I don't keep up as much as I probably should with all this shit in the world. But the idea of it just seems so, like, antiquated. Like, it seems like an old-ass thing that either shouldn't be around anymore, or is just, like, like, I guess antiquated is the best word. Like, I just look at it as, like, what the fuck, like... I don't know. It just makes me real sad and upset, you know? Uh, it's a real fucking bummer. You never you never want to see that shit. Uh, what I thought was really cool about it, though, is that there was a bunch of, like, Russians, like, actual, like, native Russians uh, that are protesting in Russia, saying, like, yo, we, like, we're not down with this, you know? Like, you're just gonna make this shit harder on us. I heard something about their currency already shot up, like, you know, 15 to 20 I don't, I don't know what that fucking meant in the context of the video. He's just saying it's worth less. Like, it's already, you know, shot up to where you need more of them or something. I don't know how international currency works like that. But it's not good. And I think there's a quote that says, you know, uh, it's it's always the it's always like the common man that suffers in these wars between the elites of the world uh, on both sides, you know? Not to, like, defend uh, Russia. I'm just saying, like, not all the, like, they're literally protesting, there's people, Russian YouTubers making videos about this stuff already, saying, like, yo, we're not cool with this, like, this is just something that, like, is kind of forced upon, you know, not forced upon them, but, like, they're forced to participate just because they live there, it's like, people want to make them out, it's propaganda everywhere, you know, and that's what I'm saying, it's real sad that we live in a fucking, you know, I can pull out my phone and get the answer to any question, I can watch anime on four different apps, you know, I can fucking listen to any song that's ever been fucking created, pretty much. You know, you can read any book that you fucking want. All on this little thing you carry around in your pocket. And fucking, I don't know, we're still bombing each other and shit. I don't know. I get a little preachy, a little hippie. Still a little bit of hippie Dave from like, I don't know, like my freshman year. I was into all these like, all these poets from, uh the counterculture in like the sixties and, you know, height and Ashbury in San Francisco and the free love movement. And a lot of that made an impression on me as a kid. I think when you're young, you're, I think when you're young, you're always tend to be like super liberal and not to make this political. I just mean like, uh, that idea of like free love and, oh, there should be no borders. Like you have that still like child wonder about it. And the older you get, you start to realize why things are the way they are. And, 
you know, how the world really works, all these systems that I said are, you know, antiquated at best. And, uh, yeah, so some of that still sticks with me where, you know, it sucks, man. It sucks to see that shit. There's no other words to describe it, really. It's just, uh, it's real sad and it's unnecessary. Um, and it's terrible that, uh, that that shit still happens, you know? Um, I think a lot of us in America, especially like, uh, if you're young, you know, in America, like we haven't had, like we have school shootings and there's a, you know, a lot of gang violence and, um, you know, a lot of broken families, you know, uh, people that have like kids without getting married or, you know, their parents get divorced or whether it's drugs or, you know, uh, domestic violence, you know, there's all kinds of shit we face in America, but when you think about, is your neighborhood, is your city getting bombed right now? It kind of puts shit into perspective. I saw a post where somebody was like, uh, all my problems disappeared, uh, or all my problems seem to disappear once I realized, you know, somebody's having their kids like sit under a table while there's bombs going off, you know, that's a real like stark uh, thought, you know, hiding, like, cause you gotta do something, you know what I mean? You gotta do something. And it's like, what good is that going to do? You know, it's better than not being under the table. I'll tell you that. Uh, but, um, yeah, when you really think about that shit, you know, I, like I said, I'm on a lot of, you know, Reddit and YouTube, you see a lot of people, you know, some of them saying they grew up in like Iraq and the middle East, uh, and how, you know, that's their whole childhood, too. They remember just being bombed, and it was like a day of life. It, it reminds me a little bit of, like, the cartels in Mexico. Like, I see some videos from Mexico, and some of these people in these videos, when, like, shit's going crazy. You got, like, the National Army fighting the cartels, and there's caravans on each side, like, caravans. You know, there's trucks full of, like, uh, cartel members, and you got, like, giant Humvees of the National Army you see people in the background kind of just walking to work. Like, they just they just live that shit, you know? And I didn't really think I could go uh, this whole episode without bringing it up. Even though, like I said, I don't want to ever... I don't really want this to ever be, like, political. I don't want to tackle... Uh, I'm not here to, like, solve shit. I'm just here to commentate, you know? I'm just here to talk. This is, like... Uh, like I said, this is almost like a form of therapy therapy for me sometimes, you know? It's really just for me to get my thoughts out there. Um, and hopefully people, you know, want to listen to it or, you know, even just want to get a fresh take. Or maybe uh, maybe you're like me and you don't have a lot of friends. And sometimes when you listen to this, it's like talking to a friend. Because that's what a lot of podcasts and, uh, and uh, YouTubers are for me. It's really just, um, it makes me feel like uh, I'm not totally alone, you know? I watch uh, The Fight Companion sometimes when I watch UFC cards because me and my buddy, uh, his name's Trevin, he used to live up here. I talked about him before on the podcast, but um, we used to go see UFC fights at Hooters all the time. We make a, it was fight night, bro. We make a whole night out of it, you know, Uh, either I drive with him, he drive with me, whatever. We'd link up and we'd spend like the whole night there, you know, sipping beers, getting food, watching the fights, you know, a bunch of fun shit. And I don't really have that. It's kind of, it's not boring. Like, it's not boring to watch the Super Bowl by yourself. But uh, if you could throw something on in the background and hear other people talking, um, that can be fun too, you know? It, it breaks it up. So, uh, like I said, I'm not here to preach. I don't know the most about the war. I'm not a news source. I'm just a guy. 
uh, with a microphone. Uh, just like, uh, you know, most of you guys could, you know, talk your shit if you wanted to, you know? But, uh, yeah, like I said, I didn't really think I could go through a whole episode without talking about it. Um, especially with how much I started thinking about it after I read some of these quotes from, like, Putin and, um, just seeing, like, stuff, like, footage and whatnot. Just kind of took over my mind for a while. And then, like I said, when I saw a bunch of memes, it didn't make me, like, angry or upset. It just, I had, like, this moment of, like, damn, like, our generation really just, either we don't know how to handle shit or that's our way of handling shit. Me, personally, I think it's, like, a way to say that you dealt with it, but you really didn't. Like, it just seems like a giant defense mechanism. Um, And there's probably a little bit of it of people like, oh, I'm going to get some attention if I post this, whether it's good or bad. Like, they just want somebody to interact with them, whether they're like, oh, fuck you, this isn't funny, or, you know, ah, ha, 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 I agree, you know, getting them likes, uh, them dopamines and serotonins. And I respect that. Like, fuck it, I do the same thing, bro. I post this shit every week, and, uh, you know, I try not to look at the analytics, but I, I check them out from time to time, you know? And part of this is having a a reach and a, and a group and an audience. And, you know, I get it. I get it for sure, man. It's not, um, it's not all bad. It's not all good. Uh, it's definitely a lot bad though. I don't see a whole lot of good right now in that situation, but, uh, yeah, I don't know what you guys think about it. I don't even know if you care. I don't know if you tuned in to the news. I don't really watch the news that much. I just get all my shit off the internet. Um, whether that's firsthand or, um, whatnot. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully we don't get nuked. Hopefully, uh, I don't know. Hopefully this doesn't spiral into, you know, you know, what everybody's, you know, memeing around. World War Three was trending on Twitter yesterday. So uh, hopefully it doesn't get to that point. That would suck. I don't really want to, I don't want to go for the three-peat, you know. Two is good enough for me. Back-to-back's all right. I don't, I don't need to go for three. I'm not Jordan, you know. I don't need a three-peat. I'm, I'm, I'm good just going with two. Um, but yeah, I was asking a guy at work that I work with, I was like, you, <laughs> these are your two options. You'd rather get drafted or nuked. I'm taking draft, you know, make it to a league at least the league of fucking death. I don't know. That wasn't a good joke. <laughs> kind of tasteless. Um, but yeah, I'd definitely rather get drafted than nuked. I don't want to fuck with nukes. I'm not good at MMOs. You know, I never played fallout. I don't think I'd be very good at it. I have a lot of bottle caps, though. I know that's, like, the currency. I got, like, a lot of random shit I could use as currency, I think. That's crazy. I just thought about, like, I think it was, like, Rick and Morty or something, where they're like, that's just money. Like, you're just talking about currency. It's like, no. You know? (laughs) It's worth something because people say it's worth it. Like, yeah, like, any currency ever made. It's not really worth anything. It's just worth what the idea is. The idea is the worth. Going down a little bit of a rabbit hole. But on a little bit of a brighter subject, um, well, maybe not. There's a little controversy to it as well. Uh, Kanye has a new documentary series episode. Uh, it's like three movies, honestly. They're like an hour and a half a piece. Um, it was called Genius. I saw somebody on a podcast uh, have a take that was like, that's that's weird spelling. I'm like, that's the phonetic spelling from like the dictionary. Like where you read something and it's like gene, yus. Like it's breaking it down to how you would say it phonetically. And this fucking dummy on a podcast was like, 
I don't know why you spelled it like that. That was super weird. I'm like, you're a moron, dude. Have you never looked up a word ever? Like ever, ever? You've never looked up a word? <laughs> like it, that shit's on everything. Anyways, um, the second one came out on the 23rd. Uh, I only watched the first one. I could have watched the second one. I just didn't because I felt like I, you don't want to talk about two, two out of three. You don't want to talk about two parts of a three-part thing in one sitting. That doesn't make any sense. Um, and also, I don't feel like I would have had enough time to really watch it and take it in. Uh, but part one, let me tell you, I'm a huge Kanye fan. I think I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm a huge Kanye fan. I love him to death. I think his music's amazing. It was like the first album I ever bought was Graduation. Uh, the first music video I ever, like, I don't want to say watch, but like the first one I remember like re-watching over and over is Good Morning with the little bear and he gets in the DeLorean, you know, from Back to the Future. Um, I remember like replaying that a shit ton when I was like, you know, nine or ten years old, whatever it was. Uh, and I love the shit out of that. And it's one of my favorite albums, and uh, I love everything Kanye's pretty much ever made. Um, yeah, kind of. Yeezus is like the only album I haven't really... I listened through it the other day, but um, it's definitely a little weird. Uh, but I'm a huge Kanye fan. And back in the day, uh, after I found Graduation, College Dropout is his first album. Now there's a song at the end of this album called Last Call. It's the last song, uh, coincidentally. And this song is like th two, three minutes of Kanye rapping uh, with a bit of a hook um, and like a really nice sample in the background. It's a nice chill beat. At the end, it is like eight minutes of Kanye telling his story on how he became a rapper and how he got signed to Rockefeller and uh, just his whole journey, right? When I was a kid, I would picture that song in my head when I'd listen to it, thinking about, man, what did that look like back in the 2000s and, you know, 2000s New York and having to move from 2000s Chicago? Because I know that sounds weird, but think about how much shit has changed in 22 years. To go to New York in 2000s, that's fresh after 9-11, even Chicago, it's just a whole different landscape, you know? And uh, not literally, but it's definitely a huge culture shock to watch this old footage Watching this episode was, I don't want to say like a childhood dream, but it was like a childhood daydream come to life. I got to see the oversized jerseys and the and the chains and the old, you know, Air Force One. I just slammed the table so hard. Maybe it wasn't that hard. It sounded hard in my headphones. But, you know, the old Air Force Ones, the big chains, the, the baggy jerseys and the Kango hats and, you know, these weird sunglasses that people thought were cool back then. Uh, all kinds of shit, and you get to see, for me, inside, like, pretty much one of my, f I never have, like, a favorite of anything, because, uh, I don't know if I said this before, I'm not really religious or anything, so, like, uh, comic books, and animes, and TV shows, and stories, and music, uh, all that stuff is kind of like my Bible verses, you know, so there's a lot of important shit in my life, that I look back on for like strength or where I learned lessons or where I had like a, where I had like a, uh, a learning experience from something. And it's really just from a, uh, like a piece of art. So that album and that song, like when I was a kid, always thinking about that, it was like a huge daydream. 
So to see inside of like one of my favorite artists, because I can't just have one. I can't pick one. Can't do it. But he's up there. Kanye's definitely top five for like my personal artist. Definitely top five. And um, watching that shit, man, it was just... I wrote it down on here too. I was like, a part of me feels like that shit wouldn't even be possible anymore. Imagine being 20-something years old and just moving to New Jersey or New York nowadays. You better have a TikTok ad deal with Bang Energy if you're fucking going to move. Not even that. Maybe. I don't know how expensive LA is compared to New York, but I know New York's been expensive as fuck forever. Consistently. So you better... You better already have money and have, like, pretty much fuck you money, in my opinion. If you're going to live in New York somewhat comfortably and you're not, like, a native New Yorker, you got to have fuck you money, man. For real. You can't just up and move there. Like, maybe you can, but shit. Kanye was already making beats for Jay-Z when he moved there, you know? He already had a bunch of equipment and stuff like that. But a part of me was just like, man, I don't even know if you could do that anymore. You know, I guess people move out to to LA I don't know I could be wrong that's kind of like what Jake Paul and Logan Paul did you know they moved from Ohio on the vine train to LA started making content now they have millions upon millions of dollars I guess you could I guess I'm wrong I guess that whole point was kind of wrong now that I think about it uh, but I think New York's a different beast um, especially to up and move and make beats and make an album it's a lot more intensive than just shooting a six-second video with your brother with your shirt off, you know? Especially, like, David Dobrik. Like, oh, as much as I love YouTube, like, I feel like I missed out on a trend. Like, if I could have blown up on YouTube ten years ago, or, like, when I first started watching it anyway, I was, like, a freshman in high school when I really, like, started watching YouTubers, and I had, like, favorite YouTubers I would watch every time they uploaded. And when I think about, it, like, man, if I could have been on that train, you know? But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. There's just something so cringy to it, too, you know? Like, uh, I don't know, man. Can't imagine doing that. Like, it, somebody like Casey Neistat is different, right? Like, I know he's a bit of a meme now, or like, a, if you've been on YouTube for a while, I remember when his vlogs were like, everybody who watched him was like, I'm so inspired. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Uh, it's so artistic. And that's still true. That shit is more impressive to me, like... That dude was making movies every day. The editing was incredible. The drone shots were incredible. He did it every day with a, a lot of content. He did interesting shit. He had a company. Much like David Dobrik. And it's like, this is just him and his fucking 20-something-year-old friends doing a bunch of stupid shit. Like, sometimes it's cool, I guess. Like, I dabble in, like, Nelk Boys and shit, but I don't know. I find somebody like Danny Mullen more appealing where it's like a guy or like Ross creations where like they might not post every day, but when they do, it's interesting content and you could tell they thought about it and they sat down and they had a concept. When I watch some of these people, it's just like, I'm 20 something with a shit ton of money. Watch me hang out with a bunch of people that we aren't really friends, but we pretend we are. I don't know how this got into a YouTube rant <laughs> off this Kanye shit, but, um, yeah, man, I don't think you could do that shit anymore. And if you do, it's not as cool as it was. But I was watching this documentary, and like I said, it was so cool to see like a, a behind the scenes and hear like these, like he spit some verses that were on like uh, Jesus Walks or All Falls Down. Uh, Spaceship was not mentioned once in this documentary, and I was pissed because that's one of my favorite songs from College Dropout. Um, but yeah, like 
just hearing these verses that like he when he spits them, I knew they weren't right or they well maybe they weren't right, but those aren't the ones that made it to the final cut of the album. And that for me was super cool to hear, uh, just because I don't know. I think of that album. There's so many classics on there, and when you get to hear like what they were before they were polished, and even then when the episode ends, I don't even think he made the album yet. This was just him going from being like a small time producer in Chicago. Well, he wasn't small time in Chicago. He's big for Chicago because he didn't have a rap scene back then. Like no hip hop artists were coming out of there. And moving from that all the way to, you know, making songs for Jay-Z and whatnot. So, yeah, super crazy. And like I said, it's it's weird to to know that uh, Cootie, the guy behind the camera, that guy knew from the jump that Kanye was going to be famous. So much that he quit his stand-up career, followed him with the camera. Like, imagine being so talented that one of your boys gives up on his dream so to speak, like that's his words in, or maybe his career, he said, but imagine your boy, like you're a homie or maybe somebody you just kind of met and became friends with. Imagine they think you're so talented that they quit everything to follow you to an entirely different city to just film you and your come up. And I don't know, bro. It's so inspiring. You know, I've always wondered like, uh, I've always wondered if, like, anyone thought that about me, you know, to get a little selfish, a little narcissistic Dave peeking out there. But sometimes, you know, I think about that. Like, uh, maybe, like I said, super narcissistic to think. But, you know, everybody gets a little bit of main character syndrome sometimes. You want to believe you're fucking Naruto, but in reality, you're fucking, you're more like, uh, more like uh, Iruka, you know, just kind of like a Jonin. Like, you might be alright, you have some jutsu, but you ain't doing nothing cool, bro. You ain't got no Kekai Genkais. Uh, that's a bunch of Naruto references. But, like, uh, you're not the Flash, you know? You're just, like, a guy that works with the Flash, you know? You're just a guy who works near the Flash. You don't even know who the Flash is. Like, you know who who he is, but you've never met him. You just live in the city, you know? You're just an NPC. But a lot of us uh, get main character syndrome. And when I watch Kanye, I get that a lot because Kanye's even said, like, if you're a fan of Kanye, you're not even a fan of Kanye. You're a fan of yourself. You know, Kanye's like a motivational speaker and in, <laughs> in a certain sense, um, me and my buddy from high school, we used to watch it. It's called Kanye, the New Testament. It's actually back on YouTube. Uh, if you want to look it up, it's just a giant like two hour documentary, not even a documentary. It's just a bunch of clips and Kanye quotes all chopped up to be very, uh, inspiring and uh, influ- in, in, influence you, yeah, influence you, I guess, like positive, positive thinking, and yeah, man, I'm super happy it came out, I know Kanye's got a bit of a, uh, a controversy right now, him and Pete Davidson, and people are saying he's toxic, Kanye's always been toxic, okay, let's just call a spade a spade here, uh, a lot of people forget that shit, uh, I don't know where you were when he took the mic away from Taylor Swift, but that was years ago, you know, years ago. Okay. So don't tell me about how toxic Kanye is and about, uh, how much he, uh, I don't know. Just people talk that shit. Like they know him and him, him and, uh, Kim, you don't know these people. Okay. These aren't your friends that are like having domestic disputes, you know, 
Like these are multi-millionaires, practically billionaires who have all the time, resources and help they could ever need. Uh, and they're both just selling this shit, you know, publicity is publicity, you know, they're just selling this shit. And a lot of you guys eat this shit up like, Oh my God, I'm on Kim's side or a bunch of Kanye stands. It's like, bro, neither of them are right. They're both fucking rich assholes. You know, be honest here. She probably fucking antagonizes him and he probably fucking goes too far. Uh, Who's right? Neither of them, you know, but shout out Pete Davidson. My man, Pete Davidson is just, (laughs) he's just in the mix, bro. He's the only one winning out here because he's done nothing wrong. And he's also just, you know, avoiding Kanye every boom, left and right. Wah, wah. I'm not here. I'm gone. But then I'm back and I'm I'm with your fucking ex-wife. Boom. Fuck you, Kanye. And Kanye's like, oh, you made fun of me on SNL. It's like, yeah, no shit. You're, you're fucking wacko sometimes, Kanye. So, yeah, it's all bullshit. So whatever you think of Kanye personally, I just have to admit he's a musical genius especially as far as hip-hop. Watching him make beats in this documentary, talking about how he learned to sample. Uh, if you guys don't know what sampling is, uh, let's spit a little bit of music information to you. Sampling is like where you take a, a part of an old song or a record. Uh, maybe it's a melody. Maybe it's just a bass line. Maybe it's uh, a chart. Uh, maybe it's uh, one vocal line, right? But you take that, you either speed it up, slow it down, or just chop it up, and you make it like a whole new sound or a, a new a new part of a sound, you know? And, uh, there's a lot of times that when Kanye did it, it was like the first time it's ever been done or, uh, it's the first time that it'd been done that way or people didn't know you could do it that way. So, you know, that's real cool to watch him make these beats. And, um, yeah, sorry for the noise in the background. I can't really help that. So, uh, I just realized it's been going on for a couple minutes now. So hopefully that doesn't get picked up by the mic. Really need to soundproof this room and make some adjustments, but I got to do what I got to do. And I don't have time to re-record this now. Um, so yeah, that's great. That just threw me off my whole train of thought. Uh, so yeah, um, going to wrap this one up kind of early cause I think I have to. So, um, uh, weekly recommendation. Uh, I'm going to recommend you go watch this Kanye thing and you let me know what you think or you don't, or you don't watch it at all. Um, but like I said, it's super cool to peek behind the curtain and see how stuff was made, uh, and whatnot, and, uh, like I said, it's a three-part series, the second episode already came out, I just didn't watch it, so I'll probably watch that next week, and then give my thoughts on that as well, but it's really cool, it's really well made, if you're a fan of hip-hop in, like, the early 2000s, uh, this is definitely a, uh, it's definitely something you, uh, it's, like, so significant to me, like, it's such good footage, for sure, um, but yeah, uh, definitely check that out. And then listen to the college dropout. If you've never listened to that album, it's like a twofer. Watch the Kanye episode about how that got made and how he came to that point in his life. And then go listen to the album because it's a great album and it's got a lot of skits and good songs and good features and great production. Uh, so there's that. As always, uh, like I said, I'm wrapping this one up a little early this week, but, um, as always, I got to do the, uh, the links, uh, follow me on Spotify Give this a like and a follow. Uh, We're almost to 20 followers on Spotify, so that's really cool. But yeah, like this. Share it with somebody. Um, If you didn't like it, I apologize. I know this one's ending rather abrupt, and it was kind of a... um, Kind of just random the entire time. But yeah, that's how my week went. Those are my thoughts on things going on. 
if you're new here uh, and you want to get in touch with me and you don't know me, uh, hit me up just last week podcast at gmail.com. That's all one word. Uh, yeah, just last week podcast at gmail.com. If you know me personally, hit me up on Snapchat, Facebook, uh, hit me up on my cell phone. And uh, yeah, like I said, like and follow on Spotify, share the podcast. And as always, I will see you guys next week. Later.